Howdy, friend, and welcome to the Old Hat Podcast. This is Old Hat in the evening, winding down. Got my house shoes on, even. Trying to figure out this new studio setup that I've got going. For instance, I just found out that I have the loudest air conditioning unit in captivity. It sings in the background, and so if it's on when I'm recording, you would hear every bit of it. <laughs> Nobody. What are you listening to? Old Hat's air conditioner is not really what anybody wants to hear. So I had to get up and go turn it off, which means this is probably going to be a short little podcast because, you know, it's going to get hot at some point. But we do have a cool front coming in this evening. I was just outside visiting with the neighbors and, uh, well, been outside quite a bit this evening because it, it's already cooling off. It's windy and the temperature is dropping, which in Texas is always a, a blessing this time of year. We don't really believe that summer's over just because the calendar changes to be fall. Uh, we worry about it getting hot again. But so far, it's been a very pleasant evening. Pretty happy about all that. And, of course, since it was cooler out there, everybody in the neighborhood was outside walking their dogs or riding their scooters or running in our front door to get uh, M&Ms from Grandmommy's closet. We got all kinds of grandchild bait in our closet. Cupcakes, usually, banana twins, Oreos. M&Ms always win if they can find them, though. So if you want to keep your M&Ms, you got to hide them pretty good for my grandchildren because they love them. And then just as it got good and dark and they were headed back to their house, uh, one of my neighbor's dogs came running by with all my neighbors behind it trying to catch it. So I sat down in the street thinking he might run up and see what I was doing sitting down there. He ran around me. He didn't come to me, but it slowed him down enough that enough people caught up with him. But uh, sometimes that works. Really, if it's a dog you don't know, you ought to be bigger than they are. So you don't want to sit down for a dog you don't know. That's pretty good advice. You're always supposed to be bigger than they are, like they tell you up in bear country. If you come upon a bear, you want to stand up straight. You want to be bigger, not smaller. That's what they tell me. I've never really run into a bear, so I haven't had to worry about that. Have you run into a bear? Never done that. I've run into a lot of things, alligators and wolves and wild hogs and all kinds of things, but never never a bear. Even a bob We have a bobcat that lives around here I see every once in a while, but it's not hard to be bigger than a bobcat for me. Well, I just thought I'd come say hi and tell you, I find, if I find myself telling a lot of people the same thing, I think I want to just tell everybody as much as I can so that everybody knows the same thing. Because I have found that if, uh, you know, one or two or three or nine people are having a similar problem, then probably a lot of us are. And so I've been having some issues and I've been reading the same psalm part of it. Uh, as I think about these problems, because I need a little encouragement from time to time, and especially when it seems like the bad guys are winning. You ever have that time where you, it just seems like that the bad people always win and they always get the good stuff and, and we don't? Well, there's a psalm about that in Psalm 37, and I thought I'd read you just part of it, because it kind of, that's what it talks about. And it says, uh, it's Psalm 37, and David wrote it, which... I just think he wrote cool stuff, but it says, Do not fret because of evil men, or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. And that's that's true, but it's hard to remember when they're winning and you're losing, it seems like. Trust in the Lord and do good. That's some practical advice. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. 
Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. There's a lot more good stuff there if you want to go read Psalm 37. That's It's all pretty useful stuff, but I always like that part about God will give you the desires of your heart. <laughs> but you have to know what you want. And people always say, oh, I know exactly what you want. And I always tell them, no, you don't, because I've been behind you in line at the ice cream store, and they've got the same flavors of ice cream they've always had, but you never know what you want. <laughs> you really have to think pretty hard about the desires of your heart sometimes. But I don't believe the bad guys are winning, and that psalm helps me uh, remember that. They're not winning. They just seem to be today. It's a short-term thing. And I like remembering that. Maybe you do too. So there you go. That's encouraging to me. Maybe it is to you. And I had a special request sometime back for a particular uh, story to read as a, as a good night story. And so that's what I'm going to do tonight. My friend Tala asked me to read Little Red Riding Hood. And I thought that sounded fun. Well, I'll tell you, there's a lot of different versions of that story. And I was trying to pick just the right version when I, you know, because I wanted to be more believable. And then I thought, well, all of them include a wolf that talks. <laughs> so maybe there's not really a need to worry about that. So I've got one for you here, and I'm going to read you Little Red Riding Hood. So gather around, children. And uh, I wish I could show you the pictures because they're really old in this particular book. But this is the story of Little Red Riding Hood. There was once a sweet little maid who lived with her father and mother in a pretty little cottage at the edge of the village. At the further end of the woods was another pretty cottage, and in it lived her grandmother. Everybody loved this little girl. Her grandmother perhaps loved her most of all and gave her a great many pretty things. Once she gave her a red cloak with a hood which she always wore, so people called her Little Red Riding Hood. One morning, Little Red Riding Hood's mother said, Put on your things and go see your grandmother. She has been ill. Take along this basket for her. I have put in it eggs, butter, and cake, and other dainties. Now, I'm not entirely sure what a dainty is, but I'm thinking it's probably like cupcakes or Oreos or M&Ms, because that's what grandmommies have in their, in their counters. So that may have been what it was. Maybe it was coffee. That would be good. I like coffee. I doubt there was any coffee in it, but you never know, there could have been. Anyway, it was a bright and sunny morning. Red Riding Hood was so happy that at first she wanted to dance through the wood. All around her grew pretty wildflowers, which she loved so well, and she stopped to pick a bunch for her grandmother. Little Red Riding Hood wandered from her path and was stooping to pick a flower when from behind her, a gruff voice said, Good morning, Little Red Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood turned around and saw a great big wolf. But Little Red Riding Hood did not know what a wicked beast the wolf was, so she wasn't afraid. What have you got in that basket, Little Red Riding Hood? Eggs and butter and cake, Mr. Wolf. Where are you going with them, Little Red Riding Hood? I'm going to my grandmother, who is ill, Mr. Wolf. Where does your grandmother live, Little Red Riding Hood? Along that path, past the wild rose bushes, then through the gate at the end of the wood, Mr. Wolf. Then Mr. Wolf again said, Good morning, and set off, and Little Red Riding Hood again went in search of wildflowers. At last the wolf reached the porch covered with flowers and knocked at the door of the cottage. Who's there? called the grandmother. Little Red Riding Hood. 
said the wicked wolf. Press the latch and open the door and walk in, said the grandmother. The wolf pressed the latch and walked in where the grandmother lay in bed. He made one jump at her, but she jumped out of bed and into a closet. Then the wolf put on the nightcap, which she had dropped, and crept under the blankets. In a short while, Little Red Riding Hood knocked at the door and walked in, saying, Good morning, Grandmother. I have brought you eggs, butter, and cake, and here's a bunch of flowers I gathered in the wood. As she came nearer to the bed, she said, What big ears you have, Grandmother. All the better to hear you with, my dear. <laughs> that doesn't sound like my grandmother. How about yours? What big eyes you have, Grandmother. All the better to see you with, my dear. But, Grandmother, what a big nose you have. All the better to smell with, my dear. But, Grandmother, what a big mouth you have. All the better to eat you up with, my dear, he said as he sprang at Little Red Riding Hood. Just at that moment, Little Red Riding Hood's father was passing the cottage and heard her scream. He rushed in and with his axe chopped off Mr. Wolf's head. Everybody was happy that Little Red Riding Hood had escaped the wolf. Then Little Red Riding Hood's father carried her home, and they lived happily ever after. My favorite part about that story, except for my impression of the wolf being the grandmother, is uh, the fact that the wolf talks and everybody's just kind of cool and okay with that. So maybe we're supposed to learn something from these stories, right? Don't talk to talking wolves might be at the top of my list. Uh, watch where you're going. Don't tell strangers too much information about you and your family and where you're going. It's a pretty good idea. Maybe stay on the path. Although I have to say, taking pretty flowers to your grandmother is always a smart thing to do, isn't it? Well, since it's evening and I've got my house shoes on and it's bedtime or getting close to it, I thought I would uh, close with a, a lullaby. I hope you don't mind. I, babies never mind my singing, and so that's usually how I decide what to sing, and here's a song I like, and maybe you'll like it too. I'll hold you in my heart till I can hold you in my arms like you've never been held before. I'll think of you each day, and then I'll dream the night away till you are in my arms once more. The stars up in the sky know the reason why I feel so blue when I'm away from you. I'll hold you in my heart till I can hold you in my arms. So, darling, Please wait for me. Good night, friend. I hope you sleep well. I hope you have sweet dreams. I hope you wake up in the morning with a lot of energy, knowing that I really do believe the best is yet to come.